Starting this ride. You like this ride or not? It, it's it's mediocre. Mediocre? Why is it mediocre? Kind of, I mean, it's a nice ride. It's kind of boring. Yeah. Place for a nap. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to a voyage of scenery, though. Of the richness, the diversity, the often surprising nature of living with the land. Our journey begins as dramatic and sudden changes are sweeping over the land. The approaching storm may seem violent and destructive to us, but to nature, it's a new beginning in the cycle of life. shining on them. Is that real water? That's not real. Well, that's not real water. Beneath the surface of the land, roots trap water from the flowing mud, extracting precious nutrients and minerals. These elements, when combined with sunlight, create the first living systems of our planet. Touch the crap now, right? Mom, I'm joking. You're just kidding. You're kidding. Do you have to talk about the restaurant when you come in here sometimes? Huh? The garden grill? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. There's a garden grill up there. Yeah. In the desert, nature has created a very different but no less beautiful living system. So and while this arid landscape may seem lifeless, it is very much alive. The plants and animals that have learned to survive in these harsh conditions make use of what little water they can find and avoid the scorching rays of the relentless sun. The American prairie once appeared as desolate as the desert, but over time, Rainwater and nutrients gradually penetrated the hard surface of this land. Even the hooves of the mighty buffalo helped create the rich soil that would one day become home to the American farm. the ghost before. I'm yeah, set. I mostly just paid attention to like the dog side chickens. Yeah. Of all the forces at work on the land, humans have had one of the most profound effects. The need to produce food for a growing world led to the enormous use and sometimes overuse of the land. In our search for more efficient ways to grow food, we often fail to realize the impact of our methods. We did the behind the seeds tour. I know. I was pretty bored. I just ate the cucumbers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was alright. Just stood back there. I don't I don't really I didn't, I didn't really pay attention. 
about the greenhouses that Welcome every now and then you'll see the fruits sprouting. Where scientists yeah. from Epcot that's really cool. They've got their flowers everywhere for the flower festival. The tropics are home to the greatest diversity of plants on the planet. Somehow I never really knew Many how pineapples work. Like papaya, bananas, that's cool. Cacao, coffee, and rice are well known around the world. I they're on the ground, I don't know. These are just a few of the edible plants that have been an important source of nutrition for people living in the tropics. Many are rich in vitamins and minerals, while others are well adapted to growing in less than ideal conditions. Some, like the watermelon, thrive in wet, swampy areas and waterways. All parts of this plant, even the flower petals, are edible. The starchy root of the plant has long been used to make flour for baking. The only other interesting thing about the behind the scenes thing uh -huh. was like One day, they brought out these known tropical plants, like special leaves that when you touch the them they like fold off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. More than 28 cool. million tons of bananas are eaten annually, making it the most popular fruit in the world. Banana. So many bananas. That's cool. It's a miracle fruit. It's not bad. Oh, grab a banana. No. Nope. Okay. Oh, look at all the fishies. When we mention farming, you probably don't think of fish. It's kind of crowded in there. But fish farming yeah. or For nearly two thirds of our global food consumption, Pink. learning how to Way increase yields of these staples is an important goal of research around the world. Jumbo squash. Oh, it's a Mickey. That's cool. These plants are definitely on their way up. 
Innovative growing techniques like these increase yields while more efficiently using resources like water, fertilizer, and pesticides. Another innovation at work here is our integrated pest management program. By populating our greenhouses with beneficial insects that prey on harmful pests like aphids and flies, we are significantly reducing our reliance on conventional pesticides. We're growing these crops using our nutrient film system. This technique precisely controls and recycles water and nutrients. With it, we can produce over 27,000 heads of lettuce a year in this one small area. Some of them are so long and loopy. Some of our best ideas have been inspired by nature, like these fruit and vegetable trees. By growing these ground plants vertically, we can increase yields and better control diseases. These but crops taste as good as they look. In fact, we Most serve more than 15 tons of produce from our greenhouses in restaurants here at the land every year. They say the crops are as good as they look, but most of them just look like garbage. Marigold. You're supposed to eat that? I did not know that. No, Marigold is the flowers. No, but I mean, you're not supposed to eat. I feel like this is a, some kind of garden though for eating stuff. Everything's supposed to be edible. I, like, I don't get it, but yeah. The future of agriculture the fish provide a natural source of fertilizer for the plants. They never and the plants change the help keep the water clean sign. for the fish. It's, it's another great way to produce more while using less. For like a year. In our lab, Epcot scientists are working with the U.S. Department of Agriculture on a number of innovative projects. The goal of these efforts is to produce higher yielding and better quality plants.